Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And on today's installment of the Ambitious Podcast, we're going to be talking all about victim mentality. Are you the villain? Are you the drama? That is the question here today. And I have been getting so many people inboxing me, DMing me, reaching out to me on the Ambitious app, emailing me, and they have all these motherfucking excuses and stories and broke ass hoe language. And I am so fucking sick and tired of reading it. It literally makes my butthole pucker. It makes like my bush run away down the street. And I'm not talking about the bush outside in my yard. Okay. I'm talking about the one in my pants. I'm over it. So if you have been inboxing me, DMing me, freaking texting me, sending me smoke signals, and I'm not getting back to you is because you are playing the victim. And I don't play the victim bullshit with anybody. I have been in the coaching and wellness and health and mindset industry for over 20 years. And like this bitch does not fuck around. And we'll talk about this on another podcast. But, you know, with my Ambitious Academy, if you read the whole entire website, which if you haven't already, go to ambitiousacademy.com and read the entire website. And then at the bottom, it will say who Ambitious Academy is for and who it's not for. And a lot of you that are reaching out to me, it's not for you, honey. It's not for you. I don't want you to give me your money. Your money's not worth it to me. I actually want you to go and give someone else your money and let them dangle you and slap you around and pour buckets of fucking cold water on you to wake your motherfucking ass up because this bitch is tired. And I know that what I do is 100% plus. So if you're working with me, you are going to change your life. But I don't have the time for the excuses. I have heard it all. The last couple of weeks has been like, I'm just not tech savvy. Well, bitch, who the fuck do you think I am? Fucking Steve Jobs motherfucking ghost corpse. Like, I hardly know how to turn my fucking laptop on. But you know what? I use this thing. It's called a search engine. So whatever I don't know what to do, I just fucking search it. And I say, dear fucking duck, duck, go. How do I do this thing? And guess what? 500 fucking videos pop up and teach me how to do the thing. There is no excuses in this day and age for anything between being tech savvy, being able to take your life to the next level, being able to release the weight that you've put on over the last two years of the pandemic, finding your perfect someone, having healthy fucking relationships, being a rich bitch. You should be all of them. You should be all of the six life makers and breakers, right? And if you aren't those things, it's no one's motherfucking fault except your own, okay? So save it, save it 
for someone who gives a fuck. Okay. And Katie Boyd 1.0 pre COVID is back. Okay. The bitch is back. So I'm just going to say this to you. If you don't like what I'm saying, go into your bathroom and put on some Marvin Gaye and draw yourself a bath and get in it and go fuck yourself. Okay. That's literally how I care. I do not. I do not because I know that the people that are working with me and have worked with me are literally taking their lives to the next level, are living the rest of their lives, the best of their lives, are living an ambitious lifestyle. I don't give a fuck about the excuses. And that is why I got so motherfucking pissed in the last week because we have been doing the ambitious buddy week, which is the free buddy week. It's the free week for a bitch's academy. And all these people are like, I don't know how to use the app. I don't know how to get on. I'm like, how did you teach yourself Facebook, Grams? How did you teach yourself how to do Instagram, you chuggy bitch? How? You just played around with it. So what if you fuck up and you send me some titty pics? I'm going to fucking motorboat it. I don't give a shit. Thank you for the titty pics. I love that you fucked up and you by accident inbox me titty pics on the Ambitious Academy app. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to make a poster of it and blow it up and put it over my motherfucking bed. (laughs) Okay? Don't worry about it. Stop being afraid. Stop being fearful. Stop having imposter syndrome. Stop making excuses. Because guess what? And we're going to get into this in a second. But at the end of the day, if you're being the victim, you're getting something out of it. And I'm going to I'm going to fucking fuck you up with some beautiful truth, bitch, today. Okay, here we go. Before we start, I wanted to just shift gears this week on the uh, Ambitious Podcast. And I want to go back to reading some five-star reviews that are on Apple Podcast on iTunes. And I would like to, because this is just how I roll, I would like to just give a free gift just because this person took time out of their lives to do this. I appreciate it. You have no idea how much I appreciate this. And today's podcast review, it's a five-star review and it says, The Real Deal. And it was on December 30th, 2021. And it's KJ Crawford. And she says, Katie Boyd has changed my life in so many ways. She is like the big sister I've always wanted. She is constantly reminding me of my power and pushing me to get out of my own way. If you're looking to take control of your life and level up, Katie is your girl. She doesn't sugarcoat things all while giving you tangible advice to make the changes. Thank you, Kay Crawford. So email me at hello at kbmfc.com so I can get your address and send you a beautiful, ambitious gift to say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out of your busy life to leave us a five-star and written review on the Ambitious Podcast. And for all of you lazy motherfuckers that come here week after week and just show up and literally like just suck the fucking education, empowerment, and entertainment out of my butthole and you never give anything back, maybe that's why you're not living life ambitiously. So, Get on over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, scroll down, give us a five-star and written review. And if I read your review on the Ambitious Podcast, you will be getting a beautiful Ambitious gift in the mail. Okay, let's get down to the nitty gritty because I'm just so fucking over it already. Like I just cannot. I just cannot anymore. Okay, victim mentality. 
So no matter who you are, you will experience your fair share of ups and downs in your life. Bad things happen to good people, including the HBIC herself. Dude, bad things happen to me every fucking day. Did you know that right before Mercury went retrograde, before I had my podcast studio set up, I was, as you know, if you listen to the Bitches podcast for a really long time, I used to sit on the floor of my motherfucking ghetto ass. <laughs> oh my God, I am having flashbacks of shoes falling on my head. I used to sit on the floor of my, my closet and podcast. It was horrendous. And I did that for the last two years since we went into lockdown for COVID. Okay. So for two years, my butthole spread out on the freaking cold ass hardwood floor in my closet to bring you this information. And guess what? The week before Mercury went retrograde, I recorded six podcasts because I wanted to get a leg up because we're going to have all these incredible podcast guests coming on for the new year. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get all like a month and a half worth of solo podcasts out of the way. And then all I have to focus on is just having my incredible guests on. Well, guess what? Something fucking happened. I wasted like 10 hours of my life in two days. And I would send the recordings to my podcast editor and he would be like, uh, no, bitch, this is like not in here. Thank you, Ed Sullivan, Mr. Ed Sullivan for being such a love. But it wasn't there. And he I think he was actually scared to tell me like, yo, the, you done fucked up. Like there is no podcast in your Dropbox. So I don't know what you're talking about. And I literally cried for like three hours. And I was like, no, bitch, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. You're going to just keep doing it. And guess what? Ed came over my house. I made him a delicious dinner. We went in my podcast recording studio, set it all up. And now I'm here sitting like a normal motherfucking human being on a real chair at a real desk with a real microphone doing this work. And guess what? Shit like this happens to me all the fucking time. All the time. And I don't complain. I have problems with clients. I have computer problems. I have problems with my husband. I have friendship problems. I have problems with employees. I have problems with everything. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. I just keep going because I am not a victim. (sighs) Okay. Here's the deal. There are people, and I know you know these motherfuckers, who claim The not so fresh things that they've experienced in their life are never their fault. And I know I'm saying this to you right now and like 50 people's names are just popping in your head like boom, 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 boom. Yes, because it's a real fucking thing. It's a pan, it's, this is the freaking pandemic is victim mentality. They constantly stand in the claim that they have no control over the things that happen to them. And as you always hear me say, listen to the words that are gonna come out of my mouth right now, bitch. If you argue for your limitations, they become yours. If you argue for your limitations, they become yours. People who constantly and continuously blame others for the situations and bad events that they have in their lives have victims mentality. And people who have a victim mentality have usually suffered through trauma and extremely hard times. I'm not sitting here saying that like, you know, oh, you're a loser. I, I, I understand. You've gone through some shit. But the problem is, is these type of people have not properly developed a way to cope and rise up once more. As a result, they develop a negative, pessimistic, or even nihilistic view of life. And because they never think anything is their fault, they have little sense of responsibility in their own lives and they feel as if everything is always happening to them. Don't you hear these whores? They're like, 
oh, it always happens to me. Why does everything happen to me? I'm trying to make my voice extra fucking annoying because this is literally what my ears hear when people say this kind of shit and I want to punch them in the clitoris eyes. Clitorises, clitoris, clitori, whatever the fuck, whatever, okay? Whatever the plural of clitoris is, I want to punch them in that. And if someone tries to help or even offer solutions to these people that literally could fix their problems in three seconds flat, they're often counterprepared with a motherfucking list of all the reasons why they proposed options will never work, right? They literally have a Santa's fucking naughty list of like why all the things you just said to them will never work and here's why and here's the limitation and this was what happened to them in 1987 during the Reagan administration. Like, or maybe it was Bush senior. I don't fucking remember. I was six. Therefore, the people who offer their help are left angry, perplexed, frustrated, and confused. Like, I was trying to help someone today do something technical and they just kept being like, well, I'm not a computer tech. I'm not a savvy person. I'm like, I'm not either, bitch, but I don't give a fuck. Shut the fuck up. And then I just stopped. I just cut them off. I just cut them off. And I just stopped even talking to them because I'm like, you know what? I have better fucking things to do with my day than babysit someone who's literally 20 years older than me. Like, shut the fuck up. So there are many reasons why playing the victim is actually attractive. And this is the sick fuck shit. And I'm just going to like lay it out on the line because here's the deal. There are a lot of benefits to being the victim and playing this role. So here are the top four list of the things that I've compiled that I see stand out the most, okay? So here are the top four reasons that people actually love to play the victims, and these are the benefits of playing the victim. So number one is they have no accountability. Being held accountable for your own life, good, bad, or indifferent, forces you to be in the driver's seat. You have to take full responsibility. And you know what? That can be utterly horrifying for someone who's stuck in the hypnotic rhythm of their victimhood. If you changed, you would therefore have to admit that life isn't just about the fate of the gods or actions of others or that someone or something is punishing you. I remember when I was a little girl, my mom, and Terry, I love you, but you did used to do this. You don't do it anymore, but you did when I was a little girl. You'd be like, why is God punishing me? I'm like, what? You really think that God is a punishing God? No, but guess what? My mother probably heard her mother, my grandmother say it. And my grandmother probably heard her grandmother, her mother, my great grandmother and great, great grandmother and ancestral, 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 ancestral DNA freaking passed down from generation to generation. Because it becomes a hypnotic rhythm. It just becomes something that people say. They don't even realize why they're saying what they're saying. It's just like a parrot. Parroting, go fuck yourself, Charlie. Rah, go fuck yourself, Charlie. Rah. It's the fucking same thing with victim mentality. They just say shit like, why is God punishing me? You know, it's funny because my friend Kelly Gallagher was like, oh, you got to watch the Vikings. And I was like, I think I did watch the Vikings. And then we started having this whole conversation. She's like, you bitch, you did, definitely did not watch the Vikings because you're not even talking about the same characters. I'm like, okay. So... I started watching the Vikings. Um, it's on Amazon, I think, Amazon Prime. And it used to be on the History Channel, but it's I think it's like over now. I think it's like its last season was maybe last year or something like that. And all of the pagans, and I very much am down with paganism and the gods, and I love all that shit. And I also was you know raised Catholic, and I love God. I just like religion and spirituality, and I like to study it, and I want to understand it, and I want to just get down deep and dirty. So I've been watching the Vikings and everything that happens is they go to this seer 
and they try to like impress Odin or impress Freya or impress Thor. And like, they're like, the God is watching or the gods are punishing me. And remember, this has been going on for thousands and thousands of years, right? So when you have the accountability about your victim mentality, you can't say that shit anymore. And you can't, you can't like blame it on the gods or the, or your one God or, you know, other people or this thing, or, you know, Joe Biden passed this law or Donald Trump passed that law and shut the fuck up. Be the president of your own motherfucking United States of America in your own home, in your own heart, in your own mind. Because when you take fucking full responsibility for who you are, where you are, and what is happening to you, you become ambitious. Your power becomes limitless. You become untouchable. But if you walk around like, oh, God's punishing me, like, I don't want to hear it. You're a fucking loser. Not even a loser. As we say in Boston, you're a loser. L-O-S-A-H. Okay. So taking absolute responsibility really tears down the glass castle of the victim mentality and explodes their mental protection. And this is fucking scary for a lot of people who have victim mentality. The second thing is secondary gain. So people who play the victim actually love the sympathy. They thrive on the attention they get. They sometimes have access to money or funds because of their, you know, sad sack life. They, if they have any kind of addiction, they may have access to medication or, or alcohol or drugs or pills or whatever. And they also love, 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 love their panties get wet from the actual acts of service that others who are participating in this enabling dance gives them. Because remember, it takes two to tango, honey. So just because you're a victim mentality person and you're in your victimhood, there's other people who are actually involved in the sick fucking dance that you're dancing. You know, it's like that song, The Tango, Maureen from Rent. It's like, the tango, Maureen, it's a dark, dizzy, merry-go-round. Do you know that song? If you don't watch Rent, don't, I don't know who the fuck you are, but get on it, okay? It's one of the best Broadway plays ever. But that's the thing is like, this whole song is about this whole enabling fucking bullshit. And guess what? No victim is alone. There has to be other people involved in the enabling victimhood mentality. And if you're that person, cut the shit. If you're the person that's enabling the victimhood, cut the shit. If you work with me, you know I don't do that. As soon as you act fucking wild, I am going to be like, yo, you're acting fucking wild. You're being a victim. You're not taking responsibility. You're being a fucking loser. Okay, as we say in the bean town, <laughs> cut the shit. Number three, it satisfies unconscious desires. So when these victim people, they play the poor me card and it generates incredible sympathy and help from others, right? Like I said before in, in, in the second, in the second of the four, people with victim mentality, especially from trauma, can unconsciously seek validation from outside sources, thus beefing up their claims of victimhood. Number four, you can avoid taking risks at all costs when you're playing the victim. This is a great tool victims use to avoid being vulnerable or actually proving that they aren't the victim after all, which could rock their very existence on earth. If you were born as the victim and that's all you've ever been, and then all of a sudden you're not that person, you're going to be like, who the fuck am I? 
You're going to look in the mirror and you're going to be like, hello, bitch. Nice to meet you. What's your name? (laughs) You're not going to even recognize that person. And that, again, can be very panic-stricken, anxiety-creating bullshit. I know. I get it. I've been there before. Okay, so let's move on. Let's move on to the signs that you actually have the victim mentality or you know someone that has it. So the first step to recovering from a victim's mentality is to admit you have the issue in the first place, right? It's like when you go to AA, they're like, stand up. And you say like, hi, I'm Roxanne. Hi, Roxanne, I'm an alcoholic. Okay, then you can heal. But until you admit like, hey, I'm a fucking drunk, how are you supposed to heal your alcoholism? It's the same thing with victim mentality. For a lot of us, almost everyone who has victim mentality, it is a fucking addiction. And it's an unconscious addiction sometimes. We don't even know we're doing it. You know, most victims don't wake up and go, I can't wait to be a victim today. No, they just are doing it because it's all they've known. You know, it's like it's like uh, they did this study on dogs and there was a dog who had puppies. And this dog, when she was pregnant, got hit by a car and became crippled, okay? Became totally lame in its two back hind legs. And when she had these dogs, these little puppies, they all were born perfect, not a single scratch on them. They were perfect. They were just like pristine. But they kept watching their mother dog drag her legs on the ground when she walked. And guess what they all started doing? Even though they were fine, there was nothing wrong with their fucking hind quarters on their legs. They also started dragging their legs. Victimhood is a learned behavior. So stop dragging your hind quarters. You weren't born that way. Okay. You know, I like, you know, I like the puppies. Sometimes I have to use them as examples, right? So look for these signs and not only others, but more importantly yourself. So you can finally stop the motherfucking madness. Okay. We have 10 of them. There's tons of other ones, but these are my top 10. So if you may have victim mentality, here it is. Number one, you blame others for the way that your life is. Number two, you have trouble coping with issues that arise or problems you face and feel utterly powerless against them. Number three, you think that life is against you. Four, it's hard to examine yourself and make long lasting changes. Number five, you attract others who also blame others and complain about the hand that they've been dealt in life, right? Like attracts like, guys. Number six, you feel attacked and triggered when someone who cares about you gives you helpful feedback. I recently had a client who I no longer work with. I decided to part ways with them. They had paid in full for their mentorship and they had a couple more months left on their mentorship. And every time that I would see their name pop up on my list of people who I was going to talk to. Now, mind you, I have amazing mentees. I I work with women from all over the world. And when I do my calls, I look at my roster for the day and I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be a fucking amazing day. I get so excited. I get so giddy because that's really what God put me on this earth to do. But every time I would see her name, I would get like, my heart would palpitate. I would get nauseous and I would be like, already thinking about it. Like if it was like a Wednesday of the following week and I saw her on the Wednesday the next week, I would already start getting anxiety. And I'm like, why is this happening to me? And I started realizing that she hired me because she wanted to be a coach. And she's like, 
Obviously, you're an amazing coach. I want you to give me all the things that I have to do to be an amazing coach like you, but in my own right. And every fucking time I would get on the phone with her or get on a Zoom with her, she would be completely fucking resistant to everything I was saying. She would talk about all her other coaches that she had in the past. And I'm like, bitch, if you like them so much, why are you not fucking with them still? She would talk about this other coaching certification that she was getting that it didn't follow the things that I was saying. And I was like, bitch, I'm a seven figure earner. Okay, I don't see you making a million dollars this year. Why don't you fucking listen to me and actually do the things that I'm telling you to do? I'm not doing, I'm not telling you to do these things because I want to torture you. It's because this is what you have to do to be who you desire to be. Like I always say, everybody thinks I'm so cute. Everybody thinks my life is so glam. And I always say, you know, it's everyone wants to be Katie Boyd until it's time to do what Katie motherfucking Boyd has to do every fucking day. Like on a Sunday right now when I'm when I'm recording this, I've already worked for like 12 hours today and cooked and cleaned my house and did reels and worked out and spent time with my husband and planned my week and did a Zoom for Ambitious Academy. And now I am podcasting and I'm not even done with my work today. And guess what everyone else is doing? Drinking fucking bottomless mimosas because they're fucking losers. Okay? Now, I'm not saying don't have time to go out and have fun. There has to be fun because what's the point of doing all this hard work if you're not going to have fun? But if people want to be like me and have their own journey but have success, why wouldn't you listen to the things that I'm telling you? So I said, this isn't serving me anymore. And here's a refund on what I owe you. Have a great life. I I love you, but I can't help you anymore. And it's not fair for me to keep this money if I don't feel like it's helping. I hope and pray to God that this girl that I gave the money back to woke up and said, wow, wow, I was being resistant. I wasn't listening. I was in my victimhood. I was dragging my feet on the ground. I wasn't listening to you as a coach. Maybe It's the best thing that I ever did for her to snap her out of that mentality to help her go to the next level. And I hope that she does. I wish her every sense of the word of success. But not everyone is made to be a success. Some people's life contracts are to be victims. And that's just how it is. And every time I would give this woman, you know, really amazing feedback and really helpful feedback, she would get so triggered I couldn't even tell you how many girls on my mentorship calls, okay, would inbox me on my app after and say, wow, so-and-so was like literally rolling her eyes at you the whole entire time that you were speaking. 10 people would inbox me and tell me this. Now, obviously, I don't see because I don't look at people's expressions when I'm talking. I'm just focused on what I'm doing on Zoom. But I'm like, if my clients who I adore, who are there for their lives to go to the next level and who have hired me to be their coach are getting like put off by this person being so resistant and so apprehensive and so just like disgusted by what I was saying, that is part of being a victim. So if you are getting triggered or feel attacked because someone who actually has invested interest in you is giving you helpful feedback that could take your life the next level and you're not taking it, you have victim fucking mentality. Number seven, Feeling bad for yourself or proving yourself right about why you cannot do something gives you a dopamine hit, pleasure, or you can even feel some sort of relief. 
I can't tell you how many people will come to me and they'll say, how do I grow my Instagram? I'm like, well, you should be doing reels. You should be posting content that has to do with your niche. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. And they literally are like, oh yeah, I I could never do that. I'm just not like you, Katie. I'm not funny. I'm not out there. Like I, I just can't show up the way you show up. And I'm like, bitch, I didn't tell you to show up the way I'm showing up because you're your own person and you have your own niche. But what I'm saying is like, there are certain things that you have to do every day to be real, to be relevant, to help empower people, to help entertain them, to help inspire and motivate them, to get your message heard loud and clear, but they don't want to. So guess what? If I'm telling them this and they're not fucking listening to me, I'm wasting my precious fucking life force energy and my motherfucking breath. And I have bigger fish to fry, frankly. So whatever you do or do not do, it's not going to affect the way that my fucking butthole hair sways, okay? It's only affecting you and your bank account and your happiness and your joy and your freedom. Number nine, you feel that your life is constantly on hold, right? People always say like, oh, like next month I'm going to join in Bitches Academy once I get all these things out of the way. Bitch, what? That is the biggest fucking loser shit I've ever fucking heard in my motherfucking entire life. Or people say like, oh, you know, next year I'll lose the weight or next week I'll do this or next month I'll do that. And it's like, dude, there's nothing more victim-y than that fucking phrase. I literally have to wash my ears out with like fucking bourbon. I can't even hear it. It's disgusting. It's like the worst swear word you can ever say to me ever. And last but not least, number 10, you drain people emotionally and energetically. I had an amazing hairstylist. He was incredible. But every time I would go, I would feel drained after I left. And like so much of the stuff that he would talk about would be so victim-y, you know? And I'm like, here I am. You're touching my crown chakra. You're up in my auric field energetically. Like I should feel like a million bucks when I leave. And I didn't. And even though I loved the way he did my hair, I had to stop. I had to stop. I don't care if you weren't get I don't care if you weren't tipped well today. I don't care if your boss, you know, treats you like a fucking peon. I don't care like all your clients that day sucked. I don't care if you haven't eaten lunch or breakfast. That is none of that is my problem. Am I getting the fucking victim mentality discount when you're doing my hair? No bitch, I'm not. So shut the fuck up. It's like me. Could you imagine if with my one-on-one coaching clients, I just complained about my life the whole entire time that they and they're paying me big bucks to talk to them? No, because I save that shit for my own self. Like enough is a fucking enough. Okay, so now here's when you really need to clean the motherfucking potatoes out of your ears because I'm gonna teach you how to overcome the victim mentality. Number one, recognize the res- and have responsibility. So the two R's, recognize and have responsibility. First, we must admit we have the problem. Pay attention to the damage it's caused and continues to cause all around you. Look deeper into the way you feel and how it is breaking down the relationships in your life and even the relationship with your own highest self. Even if you have to go so far as to make a list of all of the fucking ways that you play the victim, I don't care. Whatever it takes to fix this problem. Remember, you can only heal what you reveal. Number two, pray and meditate. Creating a sacred space where you can just be in divine, high vibrational, and non judgmental energy is the quickest way to stop feeling sorry for yourself. 
it is it also connects you to a deeper sense of purpose in your life that will help elevate you out of your self-imposed shit pit. Number three, self-care and compassion. This could be a great new way to build up your coping skills. When you feel angry or helpless or hopeless or let down, taking care of your energy and prioritizing your self really works wonders for victimhood. It really does. So start to create a compassion and a self-care routine. And we talk about all of this in Ambitious Academy. Number four, manage your mood. When you feel good, you do good. When you are focused on gratitude and all the things you do have, the byproduct is self-confidence, self-esteem, and the initiative to go after your greatest, biggest, and loftiest goals, dreams, and aspirations. So I always tell people, how can God and the universe give you and send you more when you're not even fucking grateful for the shit you already have? I have never in the last couple months come into more ungrateful, broke ass hoes in my entire life. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what post-traumatic stress disorder y'all are on, but you got to cut the shit because it doesn't look good on you. Okay. It's not a good look. Number five, say no. I talk all about this in Ambitious, the book. I had someone reach out to me today and be like, how do I work with you? I know you have a book. Then we start talking and then she's like, well, I haven't read the book. I haven't bought it. I don't have time. I literally was like, uh, good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. I literally was like, good night, bitch. You're done. I am fucking ignoring this and I am deleting this fucking message. Like saying no is a complete sentence. Just say fucking no. Remember, it's really powerful to give yourself permission to say no to something you really don't desire to do, even if that thing makes you fearful of letting someone down. Again, going back to self-care and compassion, prioritize you and your energetic needs, wants, and desires. Number six, educate yourself. Watch videos on YouTube, listen to podcasts, read books, get books on audio, even seek out professional help or a healer or a shaman or a psychiatrist or a, a psychotherapist or a counselor. I don't care what it is, but really get familiar, really get familiar with the what's, why's, and how's of victim mentality. It will help keep your mind on track and the recovery process quicker. You know, everyone's just like, I don't know. I'm like, dude, half of my life is literally spent like listening to shit on YouTube listening to pod- podcasts, listening to audios on like freaking, I I even have like old CDs. I don't give a shit. There ain't no fucking shame in my game. I fill up my mind with only things that motivate me, inspire me and help educate me so that I can be a better human. If it's not helping me be a better humor, human, I am not fucking doing it, period. So don't be like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Isn't it so fucking annoying to hear that? Stop it. Educate yourself. Number seven, forgive yourself. If you want to have things you've never had before, you must do things you've never done before. Much of what gets in our way when it comes to the old ways of thinking is the old labels and preconceived notions that we have about ourselves and how people view us. Forgiving yourself from your past ways is vital in the ascension and up-leveling of ourselves from victim to victor. 
So that's what we're doing. We're going from victim to victor. It doesn't matter who you've been in the past. It doesn't matter if you have been a victim your entire fucking life and you are 69 years old and all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, I don't want to be this motherfucking person anymore. Forgive yourself and move on. Don't get stuck in the past. Don't care about what other people think about you. Who gives a flying fuckity fuck fuck? Stop the motherfucking madness. Forgive yourself and move on. Doesn't being the victor sound a hell of a lot better than being the victim right? Number eight, take action. Massive and rapid action is one of the best ways to break the old patterns of hypnosis we are in when we are deep in our victim role. Action helps us realize our true potential and helps us get one step closer to fulfilling our dreams. And if you feel stuck, ask someone who you trust and actually take their advice and put in the motherfucking work. Remember how I said in my last podcast, stand on the shoulders of giants. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Find someone who you look up to and ask that person to be your mentor or pay them to coach you so that you can actually go to the next level. Number nine, forgive others. Remember, Resentment is like drinking poison and expecting your enemy to die. This victim mentality only hurts us. We as the victims are actually the ones who are suffering the real atrocities and the irreparable damages. If you'd like to really dive deep on forgiveness, turn to chapter three in Ambitious the Book and start doing the damn thing. Number 10, this is our last one, and I'm going to really, really give you some good shit here, okay? And this is stuff that I use on a daily basis. It's not stuff that I'm pulling out of my, my fucking booty hole. It's shit that I use every day to help me be the victor. And as my friend Victoria Duke says, declare yourself victorious, right? So number 10 is adopt a winner's mantra. Reciting a phrase or a poem always helps me when I go down that victim mentality rabbit hole. Yes, I also struggle with the V word and it's not the JJ, okay? There are some that I love and use all the time. And here is some that I use every day. And this, this is, I mean this, like I have this by my, by my workstation. I have it on my phone. I have it everywhere, okay? The first one is called Invictus. It's a poem by William Ernest Henley. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. One of my favorite poems ever. Okay. Now, the next thing that I'm going to read to you is called The Winner's Creed. And here it goes. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but think you can't, it's almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. Since out in our world we find success begins with a person's will. It's all in your state of mind. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster hand. 
but sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks I can. So good, right? And now from my boy, Tony Robbins, he does this chant and it's like shakes the fucking stadium. It's called the Now I Am The Voice. And here it goes. And you can repeat after me if you want. Now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am a force for good. I am a leader. Defy the odds. Set a new standard. Step up. And listen, do the same thing, guys, that I do. Print it out. Put it near your workstation. And every time, just like snapping a rubber band to remind yourself on your arm, when you start feeling that victim mentality creep in, recite one of these back to yourself. I mean, I have a million other ones that I use and I've shared with you before, but these are just three that I thought I would throw out there for this installment of the Ambitious Podcast just to really get your mind in that mindset. So remember, the results of our precious human lives are the products of our thoughts, words, and deeds. By realizing that you are the HBIC of your magical fucking life, it helps you remember who you are, why you are here, and what your mission on earth here is. Step back into your power and live life ambitiously. No excuses. None. Zero. Now, if you love this podcast and you think that this can inspire and motivate someone else in your life, please, please, please share it on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your social media, text it to a friend. The more women that we can get to join this ambitious movement and the more women that we can get to wake up, our world will start changing so that we may all live life ambitiously and be the head bitches in charge of our precious human lives. I love each and every one of you. Don't forget to sign up for Ambitious Academy, and I will see you over on the Ambitious app. I thank you and I love you from the bottom of my little black heart.